Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hey, Tribe Sisters, welcome. I have a hot button topic to discuss today. It is emotional responsibility. This is such an important concept to understand. And when you work on having it, you have an opportunity to really improve your relationships with others. Maybe even have a happy, healthy, loving relationship with someone. Now, before I dive into what it is, I want to cover what it's not. It's not blame. Blame is kind of the opposite of emotional responsibility. And blame is happening when somebody is not willing to be emotionally responsible. And this is super common. So they project responsibility onto somebody outside of themselves using blame. And this puts that person right in victimhood mentality, where they're blaming outside of themselves and deflecting any responsibility or personal power. It's a very disempowered way of being. Giving your power away to others is when you blame others for how you feel. Now, for a lot of you that are going through divorce, you're so familiar with being blamed for things that have gone wrong in the marriage. And that person that's blaming you is projecting all of the failed marriage on you, right? And you know that it's mostly not true for you. But what happens is your mind is hearing it so much, it kind of begins to believe it a little at the emotional level. And your thinking brain might know better, but the blame is strong and you feel like maybe a little bit of it's true, right? So when your soon-to-be ex is shoveling blame at you over and over again, it's gonna wear you down. And this is why going no contact or as little as possible contact is the best thing for you. Now you can't force someone else to take emotional responsibility for their part, but you sure can choose to limit how much you wanna take in as well. Now, taking emotional responsibility is having the ability to respond and not react. As humans, we have the ability to manage our emotions by managing our thoughts and our behaviors. Now, unfortunately, this is not a skill that is widely practiced. And for a lot of people, they allow their emotions to rule their behavior. If they feel hurt by someone, they react with hurt, outrage, or anger. And taking emotional responsibility is a bigger picture that leads to self-awareness, maturity, ultimately better leadership skills, and successful relationships with a partner and with your children. But in order to have that, you must learn the skill of having emotional responsibility. And this means you take full authority of your response to other people and for the situations that happen to you. And this can be hard, especially if you have people in your life that don't practice restraint. 
There's a lot of people out there that just emote all over other people. They blame others for the way they feel. They truly believe they can't help the way that they feel, and so they don't. They allow themselves to be victimized and have no power. These people allow themselves to be victimized by all things outside of themselves, and they truly believe they don't have control. They blame the pandemic for having a bad year. They blame the election for having bad finances, or they blame their boss for not liking their job, right? They don't take personal responsibility. As we grow in our emotional intelligence and our emotional health and well-being, we find that we want to surround ourselves with other people that are also able to manage their emotions. And we choose healthy boundaries for the people that don't manage their emotions. One of the things I hear from a lot of women after divorce is that they just want to be happy, but they don't know how to do that. And in And I'm telling you right now, creating more happiness in your life requires you to have personal growth and personal development and taking control of the one thing that you can control, and that is of yourself, of your emotions, and of the life that you create for yourself. I've had a lot of people tell me that they can't help how they feel, but I want you to think of this scenario. This actually happened to me one time. A complete stranger walked up to me. She was a homeless woman, and I was at a grocery store, and she started calling me a bunch of awful names, like, you bitch, you suck, you're a terrible mother. How would you feel if that happened to you? You would probably feel sorry for that person. Your feelings wouldn't be hurt because the story that you say to yourself in your mind is all about how that person is unwell. She's probably mentally unstable, right? But what you aren't doing is believing the words that this stranger says to you. Now, if your ex said to you, you bitch, you suck, you're a terrible mother, you might allow your feelings to be hurt. What's the difference? The difference is that when your ex says it to you, you make it mean something inside your own mind. Your thoughts make it mean, one, he really believes that, or two, because he said it, maybe it's true. But it's only your thoughts about it that makes your feelings any different. You could just choose to think, oh, poor guy, he's emotionally unstable, just like you would the homeless person. And then you go on about your day and your feelings aren't hurt. So in order to have more control over your life and your well-being, start taking responsibility for the way you feel. Know that you may feel a little bit like you don't like yourself. And this is so common with a lot of women after divorce. I know I felt that way for a long time about myself. And I numbed that feeling with smoking cigarettes, over drinking, just to have some relief from my own negative thoughts about myself. But when I took full responsibility for how I felt, I quit drinking to numb myself and I started really taking care of myself. I created a more optimistic outlook in my life. And having that made me a much more pleasant person to be around. I attracted more people to me that were also that way. 
And as I grew my awareness around my emotions, I became a better person. Emotionally responsible people are also better listeners. They hear you before they respond to you. Feeling heard is something we crave as humans, and it takes a lot of self-control to really listen to someone and hear them out, even if you don't agree. Hearing them out without reacting or responding too quickly. There's nothing more infuriating than someone talking over you or cutting in when you haven't been able to express yourself. Those people that just wait for a pause in words so that they can just cut in and and express themselves without having heard your part. One thing we can't do is make someone else be emotionally responsible. And one thing I hear a lot is women wanting their ex to take responsibility. And that's just simply not possible for you to make them to do it. For you to be responsible for your emotions is not contingent upon other people to do the same for themselves. This is where having other emotionally intelligent tools come in handy, like having good boundaries. But I do promise you, if your ex never owns his part or learns to manage his emotions, you will still be better off in your own life having this skill. It's going to make your relationship with him easier because you're not choosing to believe any negative comments about you that he may throw your way. You get to believe that you're an amazing, wonderful person and mom, and that you're deserving of amazing and wonderful people and success in your life. When you create that belief for yourself, you will go to work in all the areas of your life to make it true. We all have a responsibility on this earth to create the happiest life for ourselves possible. And that's not going to happen if you live in self-pity and fall victim to everyone and everything around you. If you take this responsibility seriously, you will become a better problem solver, have more resilience, and be able to adapt to any given situation. You have this power. It might be untapped yet, but when you take emotional responsibility and start learning to manage how you respond in any situation, you will start to attract more respect and more love to you, mainly because you will be an easier person to respect and to love. All right, that's it for today, my friends. Go forth, take emotional responsibility for yourselves, And for how you feel as you do it, I promise you, everything changes. Bye. Hey, Tribe Sister, do you want to know what it takes to create unstoppable self-love after divorce so you can heal for real, gain confidence, and finally get the love you deserve in an equal, committed relationship? and go watch my free training. You're going to learn the biggest dating trap women fall into and how to avoid it. Go to juliedanielson.me and watch this five shifts training.